have to basically do something every single song break. So Review of the Master, which is uh, came out back in September in the US and um, was up for three Oscars, uh, all in acting categories for its stars, Joaquin Phoenix, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Amy Adams, none of whom won. And its director, who's uh, one of my favourite, he did Boogie Nights, which uh, showed him to be an astonishing talent and then took on one of the most ambitious films that's been made in recent times, which is Magnolia, and I think an amazing film. It falls down enough to be regarded as a, as a bit of a fail, but it's high points like Tom Cruise's best ever performance uh, and a lot of the emotional impact of the gargantuan three-hour film is just incredible. And then he's pared it down for this virtual one-shot film, There Will Be Blood, which seemed to have one camera sort of pointing at um, Daniel Day-Lewis for another three hours and I think was just incredible. That never got any Oscars either. Well, it got a couple, um, but it was it was kind of held back by uh, No Country for Old Men, which ended up steamrolling. But his latest film, The Master, uh, coming out or is already out on DVD. Um, I'm not sure actually what the Australian re- release date of this was. I'm assuming it came back then. And it has basically been associated with being a, a very unauthorised biopic of... L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology. Um, But it's a lot more than that as well. And there are definite parallels between Philip Seymour Hoffman's character in uh, this and and the time frame and and a lot of the... Well, for instance, they do uh, processing in this film, which is what Scientologists call it as well. And they go through a lot of the same sort of machinations as L. Ron Hubbard was alleged to have gone through, such as having this big boat that he's got all of his uh, acolytes following him around on and so on. So it's definitely very, very pointed uh, towards Scientology. But the main story is uh, Joaquin Phoenix being this extremely disturbed veteran of World War II arriving back after the war as a a sex maniac alcoholic and a very disturbed individual, um, possibly but not 100% definitely by his involvement in world war ii more than likely and he just is totally unable to adjust to modern society and goes on this uh, strange journey um which takes him eventually to philip seymour hoffman he gets a he tries to be normal for a while and ends up working in a department store as a photographer that all goes wrong pretty much everything he does goes wrong due to his wild drinking perversions and his incredible temper and in the end, he goes on the run from a farmhand job that he's had after an unfortunate incident and ends up on the boat with Philip Seymour Hoffman and his family, one of whom's Amy Adams. And they begin this journey in him becoming associated with what was then a new religious movement uh, called the Corp. Joaquin Phoenix, I think, is a great actor. Ever since he sort of came to prominence with Gladiator, where even though I think Russell Crowe's one of the best actors of uh, this sort of last 20 years, I thought he was better in that than Russell Crowe was. Uh, a really interesting performance. He's an interesting guy as well. And he's he's possibly a career best in this. A really strong and very accented performance as well. The characterizations. I think he's got some stick in some quarters for it being so pronounced. He's, 
it's almost a very very method performance and the mannerisms and everything are very very striking it's uh, certainly not his natural self but a, a very searing and interesting character and he's sucked into Seymour Hoffman's world because he's so intense and he's got nothing else in in his world and he's just a kind of person that can fall subject to other people's very strong ideas. Seymour Hoffman's got the most praise of acting, but I think uh, Phoenix is actually the best in the film. And Amy Adams, I last saw uh, twirling her tush in the Muppets movie. I can say she is a different kettle of fish here. Um, all three are excellent. Um, if there's something I've got a problem with, I feel like the elements don't necessarily reveal themselves enough um, it feels like there's so much intelligence in this film. Um, even at the end, even though the end wasn't necessarily conclusive or rewarding, I did feel like there was so much that was covered by it that wasn't necessarily written down. It was all between the lines. There was a lot of sort of philosophical ideas and ideas about uh, cults and religion and also uh, uh, genuine ideas about philosophy and and the meaning of life and um, whacking Phoenix's character is a real enigma really even at the end he's a, a very strange very powerful individual and the film goes it reminded me a little but not very much of uh, Gus Van Zandt's second film uh, My Own Private Idaho no not that one yeah it was My Own Private Idaho which was very rambling and go, went all over the place but this is a much better film than that and the quality of filmmaking is stunning I loved the bit in when he works in the department store and all the kids are having their photos taken. It really does evoke being back in the 1950s. It's a fascinating movie. I'm not sure that everything that was wanted to get across got across, but it's still very high-class filmmaking. Um, it's challenging, uh, a little repetitive. I thought that a lot of some of the scenes and particularly ones where he's being tested and broken down by these processing techniques one of them he has to walk backwards and forwards in a room and when he gets to the wall on either end of the room he has to describe it and they basically leave him going for 12 hours doing this and, and breaking down emotionally and and being open and and suggestible to these notions other times they're quite potent thoughts that, that they're having um apparently tom cruise wasn't happy that uh, at one point, one of uh, Seymour Hoffman's children says that the dad is making the whole thing up as he goes along, which seems fairly close to uh, Scientology um, with regards to L. Ron Hubbard's involvement there. And he's, it's not portraying him in a positive light, but he's still a very charismatic and interesting thinker. And I wouldn't say that all of the ideas put forward are necessarily shot down in flames. There's definitely some interesting ideas in it. Um, I think it's a strong film. I don't think that it is in the same league of film as... Actually, that's a lie. I think it's in the same league of film as There Will Be Blood with regards to the quality of the shooting of scenes, of the cinematography, of the acting, of the script, and of the intent. I just don't think it's as successful. So I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 for The Master, which is possibly not worth quite that high, but it's uh, such classy filmmaking, and such. it's good to see very strong ideas that don't necessarily transfer in a sentence when you're describing them as well so it's a master eight and a half out of ten 